Welcome to the only podcast that shares the astronomical and mathematical positions of the heavenly bodies. This is Sky Astrology. No, not astrology. This is Sky Astrology via astronomy. Hello, hello, it's Apoclaudet, a.k.a. Cloudet, because I love clouds and looking out with a very naughty late podcast date of Thursday, the 30th of January, 2020. Well, just a quick excuse, because I, of course, want to explain myself, is that I've been working on my membership website and a calendar and I'm really excited about it. I will put a link in the description but I'm always also very thankful and conscious of those of you who listen to the podcast who are visually impaired or blind and therefore I will tell you what the website is. It's www.skyastrology.com forward slash join S-K-Y-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y. That's Sky Astrology. That's how it's spelled. It's not always clear. And that's why I did it. Also, I will be, thanks to a Twitter follower, Ben, who reached out to me and really pointed me into the direction of knowing how important it is to uh, be aware how those of you who are blind will be able to see or understand where the planets are if I wasn't telling you them vocally but if it was just written now it's interesting I will be doing some research about apps that I believe some of them I believe it depends on your phone do you can point when you point your phone to the sky it might be able to voice activate and say now you're you're pointing direction of the moon and that's the moon as you move it move it around the sky it could point out what it is now that would be great and I'll see if that's possible so that's enough for that because it's just the beginning of the program and I have a lot to talk about also I will be changing the format of this um, podcast I know it's the only podcast that tells you the astronomical <clears throat> positions of the moon and the sun and all the heavenly bodies but because I have a calendar now and because I'm making a audio calendar as well thanks to the uh, heads up from Ben I also would like to take this time to talk about you know, aspects of sky astrology and astrology and how things are really progressing as far as my work and connecting with individuals who are becoming more aware of the real dynamics and biodynamics of the actual positions of the heavenly bodies. And I want to share that. 
So I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do it. Don't want to totally take away this information, of course. But I do want to use this platform in the best possible way. So stay tuned for that. So I'm back. I want to run through quickly where the heavenly bodies are for this 30th of January, 2020. The times should be 2323 GMT time. That's 11 minutes. Oh no, that's not. Oh, it is 2323, but I want to make it 2311 because I wanted to make it 1111 in the evening. GMT time, which gives, because I have a lot of um, clients who are from California, yay, and, you know, they're eight hours behind New York, so if I put it at that time, then it'll still be relevant for that day, even though 12, but now I like to have it in the moment, what's coming, um, briefly in the moment, or should I do now, I wonder, anyway, I've already done 2323, 2311, sorry, okay, and that's today, 30th of January, first we have Virgo rising at 25 degrees. The largest constellation is rising. And that's 25 degrees and 10 arch minutes. Next, we have Mars, which has been in a focus. The 13th sign. It's more or less right in the middle. It's at 10 degrees and 46 arch minutes. That's not right in the middle because focus has 18 degrees. So just a little off, okay? Next, we have our south node, which is also known as K2 in Vedic astrology. It's at 11 degrees of Sagittarius and 20 arch minutes. We also have still quite a bit of action in the Sagittarius constellation, which is so important because it is uh, the sparkly part of the Milky Way. And if you were in a place where you could see the night sky properly you would be able to notice the difference in that part of the sky and that's why it's important that we acknowledge that these heavenly bodies are now in this part of the sky of Sagittarius and not Capricorn as Western astrology continues to perpetuate. So we have the 16 degrees of Sagittarius in 55 arch minutes and that is more or less in the middle 33 let me see yeah, 16. That's more or less smack in the middle of um, Sagittarius constellation because Sagittarius has 33 arch minutes. Then we still have the Pluto and Saturn connection, which is uh, leaving a little bit. But this kind of, you could say, the last Raha because finally Saturn is on the right side of Pluto. So it's passed by Pluto. So it's no longer on the left side of Pluto. Okay. And Pluto is still holding at 26, even though it's 26 degrees and 51 arch minutes. So it'll be moving away from that 26 degrees, which was quite poignant for the last full moon. We have then Saturn, as I said, is moving out of Sagittarius. Not there yet. It's at 28 degrees and 24 arch minutes. Still has some time to go. Now, in the next constellation space of Capricorn, which I have discerned is really overlapping with 
Aquarius. And I really took a second look at this when I was doing um, assessments of clients. And they just seemed so, even though I saw they had, you know, technically or mathematically Capricorn, that they still wanted to connect with Aquarius. Now I thought, okay, everybody wants to be an Aquarian, right? It's the coolest sign to be, but is there something behind it? And there actually is, because the arm of Aquarius stretches out and has a really important star there in the hand. Um, It's called Albaldi, and it's connected to two little stars other stars well, they're they're all not little they're bigger than our sun but this reaches out past the middle almost exactly at 13 degrees i believe of capricorn so in the first from the first 13 days or it could be even 10 it has an aquarian influence it has an aquarian energy and that is important to note and this is all about these shift i believe with a fook is also coming into Scorpio territory. And some people call it deep Scorpio because it's really about understanding how different elements are coming together or sharing the space and uh, creating something in their little small poultry dish. And so what is happening with Capricorn and Aquarius energy? That is the question. And we want to acknowledge that they are overlapping and that there is this Aquarian energy in Capricorn. I concur. I really believe that. Okay. So our sun is at 10 degrees of Capricorn. Then we're going to look up in the sky and see. And I've made a little video today. And all this stuff. Ooh, who's going to be on my website? Membership part. Just so I can keep everything in one place. Because I just couldn't keep up with social media and everything. And that's why I did this, so I can have everything, my research in one place, and my content in one place, and then people who are really interested can see it. Okay, then we have Mercury at 24 degrees, leaving Capricorn. Not quite yet, but we want to talk about that. Oh, I want to talk about that. I'm not going to have time. Um, The Mercury retrograde. Well, we'll have a little snippet of it, but I like to dedicate a whole... Um, minute of time for that or 10 minutes so it's at 24 degrees 19 arch minutes of capricorn neptune is at 19 degrees 16 arch minutes of aquarius venus is at 22 degrees and 55 arch minutes aquarius leaving soon chiron is still in cancer 10 degrees 33 arch minutes may i note all the heavenly bodies are straight now are going full speed ahead. So it's a great time to, if you have any projects, any ideas, anything you want to do, please do it now. And the latest, I guess, when Mercury goes retrograde, even though it's going in the shadow period in a couple of days, but by the 17th of February, you know, use the forward energy of, you know, whatever you want to put out there, put it out there if you can. That is a good note. Is it? I think. Anyway, uh, our moon at this time is 25 degrees and 31 arch minutes of Pisces. Now, in this part of the sky, I have to, you know, tell you, my research has shown me that Satus, the sea dragon, is also prevalent. And Satus is a star that is 
now hydrogen based and is really coming into that um element and so in this part of the sky we are really talking about deep water and less about that end of the Pisces into Aries is about fire because I believe in work I've done is that the Satus energy is very strong and it's the sea dragon which includes fire and is also another representation of how different elements can be embodied or share the same space so this end of the um, cycle of Pisces is very transformative and energetic and not just receptive and watery. Yeah, it's a bit fiery as well. And it's not because of the typical Aries fiery, it's because of the satus and the um the elegant, the mature uh sea dragon fiery energy. And also because we have Uranus at three degrees of Aries, which really Aries is quite far away from the ecliptic path, which is the plane that we are making all our calculations on because, you know, the universe is vast. So we have to have standards here. The standards (laughs) mathematically is what do you see on our plane? Because otherwise we we talk about (laughs) so many different constellations. We're talking about these constellations that are on our ecliptic path that we can see in our sky and that are aligned to us. And in that case, we also, I'm taking in the ones that were in our, so Satos was many, many moons ago on our ecliptic path. And Aries was closer to our ecliptic path, but it's moving. We are shifting. And so these things are shifting out of our ecliptic path, but they're still part of our history, part of our journey. So we want to acknowledge them. Okay. So that's enough about that. And last but not least, we have the North Node at seven degrees and 26 arch minutes of Gemini okay so what I want to talk about really briefly I'm going to take five minutes to do it is the Mercury retrograde back and this is the special edition of mercury retrograde the first one we will have for the new decade of 2020 so this is different from western astrology okay and what's different is is that i am going to explain what is mathematically and astronomically happening in our sky and what part of the sky which is very 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 important because i believe that western astrology is saying that it's going to be in cans in in um what do you call it pisces right and it seems what my calculations tell me is that it's all an Aquarian story, which is quite interesting. Okay, so the period we look at is, what I look at is, when it's going retrograde from the 17th of February, 2020, until March 10th, 2020, where's the furthest point it goes back to? 
and returning, okay? So if today is 24 degrees of Capricorn, and by the second, it's going to be at zero degrees of Capricorn. I'm going to run it again. I think it's around zero degrees, I like to say. Um, also, because zero degrees is a special point, and I think it's important to note if that's going to be, you know, the moment, maybe an impactful moment that you really feel that influence of it, is that it is now leaving because I like to you know this is a journey so if Mercury is connected to a air and earth is connected to Gemini and Virgo right now it's in Capricorn so it is aware of an earth energy it is comfortable it understands earth energy okay so remember that it understands earth energy and understands air energy fine so on the 2nd of February, it will be at zero degrees of Aquarius, okay? And <clears throat> it will continue into Aquarius. And by the 17th, it will go stationary and then it will go back on itself. But it will not go out of Aquarius. This is a total, only Aquarius, Mercury retrograde. And that means it is in an air energy that it understands. But we have to acknowledge that this is part of the sea. And there's a water element involved. So when it goes retrograde at 15 degrees, of Aquarius it's just gonna go because it's slow now gonna go back and it's gonna stop right at zero degrees of Aquarius still on the 10th okay and it's not gonna be back to its normal kind of one degree plus movement a day until it is on the 28th of March and it will still be in Aquarius. You understand? At 13 degrees Aquarius. So it needs to go, I would say 15 degrees, put it back. So around the end of March. So I will be talking more about what that means as far as element, but now you have the dates to mark. And I have to love you and leave you. Thank you so much for listening. Please go to the website. Have a look. I'm having the website open for anybody to look at until the 1st of February. But then my calendar starts. Reach out to me if you are impaired by visuals and are blind. And I would like to do something special for you if you're really interested in all the stuff I'm talking about. And you can't wait till I get it together and come on a Thursday night instead of a Monday. Lots of love for me. Gotta go. Take care of yourselves. And thank you for listening. Cheerio. Bye.